Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have a killer in the house, Mr. Art Sanchez. What's going on, brother? Thank you so much for having me, Art. Absolutely, my pleasure. We can see his true buyers. I love that name, by the way, and that domain. Uh, that's not easy to get. Speaking about it, it's crazy because um, Gold Level Media uh, yeah. made the design, and they kept pushing me. He's like, hey, when are we going to get this done? Because we, we were supposed to get it done a while ago, and I kept like pushing it off, pushing it off. I was like, you know what? I got time right now. Come into my office because they're upstairs. Yeah. And he came into my office, and then like within the 15 minutes, we got, we got the name. We're like, you know oh, what? Wow. True Buyers. And... I mean, yeah, they, they did the logo for the display, which is one of my dispositions uh, brand. But anyways, man, let's get down into the in, into you. Like, who are you? Where do you come from? Are you from Phoenix or yeah, born and raised? Yeah, I was actually born and raised in Phoenix. So for a lot of people that don't know Phoenix, I grew up in West Phoenix, which is like the ugliest place right. in Phoenix, which is called Maryville. And man, we grew up dirt poor, single mom. Um, I mean, no father in our lives. And yeah, man, like I see my mom struggle, and right. that's what made me, you know, hungry. What did your mom do for a living? She was actually working at our family's uh, restaurant, okay. which is her sister's, and she was actually working there for like. 18 years, right? And then she had another job where she used to work at AutoZone. Wow. So we didn't really have a mom or dad in our lives. She was always working. So it was was really about me and my brother and my my two older sisters that used to take care of each other. Got it. And, you know, me as a kid, man, I was was out in the streets. Yeah. Up to no good, man. So, you know, that's, that's, that's that's who I am, and that's what made me the person that I am now. Yeah. So, um, when when did you get out of there? Good question. Um, so my mom, um, she she got with, uh, which is my my stepfather now, um, and I left when I was about. T- 13, right? And we, we moved to the north side of Phoenix, which is a little bit nicer, right? And um, I didn't like that area. My, 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 like, what was in my DNA was, like, back in the, back you then. know, back, back, back where, I, where I was from. Yeah. Right? So, I used to make, I used to remember that I used to take the city bus all the way to north Phoenix, to the, to the west side of Phoenix. Right. Right? So, um, but at age 17, I actually left my mom's house. Okay. I got with uh, my then wife. Um, and ever since now, like, you know, uh, my mom, my mom, I mean, my mother-in-law, she actually, you know, uh, gave me a roof over my head. Because I was 17, I didn't know where I, I wanted to go. You know, I actually left my mom's house. I got in a fight with my stepdad, and it was, it was tough, man. And, you know... And ever since then, you know, that's when I started doing my own thing. Got it. And um, so what? So tell me about what you were doing in, in when you were before you left, 17. Like you're saying you, you were a bad kid, but what does a bad kid look like for you? 
because I was a bad kid too. Yeah. But we, might, we might have been two different bad kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question. So I remember, um, man, I used, I used to, I used to, um, you know, be around with the game members. Right. Right. And now, were uh, you part of the gang, or you were just hanging with? I the was. Gang? I was. I was. So I started hanging around with the gang, and then right. I, I got with the gang. Right. And man, we we stole the bad stuff, right, man? Right. Yeah. Everything uh, that gang bangers. Do. Yeah. 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 Exactly. 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 And you know, you know, one thing is, man. Like I thank God to this day, like. My wife was actually the one that saved me from like going to prison or getting killed because I remember her was like, "Why hang around with these guys? They're up to no good." And then at that age, um, you know, I got with her and you know we had a kid together, and that, that's when I really had to grow up, you know. So I had to get a job. And that's seventeen, when, right? At seventeen, you know, at seventeen, and then that's when I turned eighteen. I got a warehouse job and. Um, I had to be responsible. How hard is it to leave a gang? Man. I've never been in a gang. Yeah. I know it's kind of like you got to do your things to get in the gang. Yeah. And then once you belong to the, depending on which gang it is, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a ton. small ton of them, right? Yeah. And they all got their rules and regulations and this and that. But then one day you said, man, I can't continue to be with the gang. Mm -hmm. And. And if you want to step out, and I, and I want to touch up on the subject, Art, because there's probably a lot of game, game bangers out there that, that want to leave the game yeah. and don't know how to get out of the game, yeah. right? Because they might be perceived as a as a pussy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're leaving the game. You're yeah. a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. This and that. You're not cut out for this life and this and that. And they use that social pressure to, to manipulate them to stay in, right? Yep. And 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 if if anything I wanna I wanna do in this podcast is I want you to give the light to some of those guys that that may wanna make that that decision to say, you know what, I wanna better myself. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be a game banger for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Um and I, so and so you had your wife. Uh, were you guys married already? Or no, 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 it was it was my girlfriend at okay. the time. Yeah, it was my girlfriend at the time, and um, we, you know, um, she was sixteen, I was eighteen. Okay, right. <laughs> and um, and then going back to the gang, um, man, it was tough trying to leave that gang because these guys are like threatening me, like, hey, listen, you know, if you're not going to be affiliated with us, it's only one way out, right? And me, being the way I am, I'm very hard-headed. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm from the streets. It's like, you're going to threaten me. It's like, right. it's game on. So, man, like, I, tr I, I really kind of stepped back and moved her out of the area. And, I mean, it was tough because I was getting threats, right, and whatnot. Um, and, and, like, I turned my back on the gang, right? Um, but, again, it's like a lot of those guys, um, you know, where are they at now? Right at that time, you know they were doing the things. There were some of them that, that got killed. There were yeah. some of them that, that got arrested. Yeah. And like I started seeing all that, but when I was really in there, it was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this for them. Like they got my back, yeah. I got their back. It's not like that. Yeah. Because what happens is like, you know, if you can't do anything for them, what happens? It's like they don't need you, right? If you get locked up, what happens? 
they're going to forget about you. Yeah. Most times they're going to go ahead and talk, talk to your baby mom or your yeah. wife, whoever. Right? That's the type of people they are. Yeah. Right? They're not good people. They got no morals. Yeah, no morals whatsoever. So, so at a young age, I've been very blessed to like really realize that because a lot of people don't realize that. Right. I mean, especially at a young age, I mean, 17, 18, you know, you're not seeing all that stuff while it's happening. But once you kind of like stand back and look at the big picture, you start seeing all the, you know, all the things that, you know, what they did wrong and, 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 and that they didn't keep it real. Right. So it's like, you know what? What's the point of doing all this? So, right. I'm, you know, the best decision was I, I moved out of the area, right? I got an apartment with my wife. I ended up, you know, st- staying with my that job I had. And, man, I never looked back ever since. Wow. Now I look back, a lot of them ain't doing nothing with their lives. A lot of them are dead. A lot of them are, yeah. are, are you know, they're locked up. Yeah. And and I still have some of them on my social media where they look at my social media now. They're like, they look up to me now, right? So, again, it's like, it's, it's crazy how life is, man. It's like you, you don't know, you don't see it right then and then. But once, once like, all this does, all these years pass, you start really seeing the big picture and thanking God, like, you know what? Look at the blessing that, that, that you gave me. One decision away, though. Yeah, that's all that it was. And so you made the decision to step out of the gang, and you did, and, and, and yeah, did. And guys, sometimes you might have to move CDs, right? Hey, oh yeah, go somewhere else. Like if you need to yeah. do that gang and, and you want to start fresh, get get your ass out of there. Go somewhere else. You, I mean, you have to because at the end of the day, it's like if you stay in the same city and try to be hard and be like, oh, these guys are not going to catch up to me. Listen, if the people that don't know Arizona or Phoenix, it's a small city. It's a big city, but everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Right. So you could be one, one on the other side of town. Somebody know that knows somebody that knows somebody. We'll see you and again call them up and say, "Hey, art is here." Yes. So, so again, is I didn't leave the city, but I knew God always protected me. I mean, at a young age. Yeah. So I mean, my faith has always been strong, even when during those times. Yeah. And it's like I always knew I had an angel behind my back. But a lot of the times, it's like I never really looked back and like said, "Like, holy cow! Like, I'm gonna go to this place, or I'm gonna go to the store, I'm gonna go with my family." And I'm uh, like, "What happens if these guys come to chase me?" That was never behind, you know, behind my my mind, like thinking about that. So it's like, you know what? It's on God's hand. So at 17, you left the gang, right? Yep. And and you started working for a warehouse. How long were you doing that for? Um, so I was, I was, the warehouse was actually, it was wholesome bakery. Okay. Right. There's two of them here in Arizona and, um, I was actually doing it for, let's say about two years. Okay. About two years. I, I first started, I was uh, working at a, t- a temp agency. Right. And then they hired me on and then, you know, two years on and I was like, man, what am I going to do with this? Like, I don't know. It's nothing. Yeah. You know? And then after that, I end up um, getting another job at this vending machine company. And I end up working there for like eight years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eight years, man. And, and, but it was like off and on. And I used to, man, every day I used to hate going in. I'm like, what am I doing here? Wow. I used to be so miserable, man. And like, I'll, I'll always look at my boss and like see him, like the moves he'll do. I'm like, I could do that. So I always, I always looked up, you know, at, at guys like that, right. at that level. And I, I knew, I always believed in myself. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to take the shit from nobody. Right. But that was me. Like I was always looking up at the bigger person, but I was like at one point in time, 
time, I was just like fed up with that job. Wow. Yeah. And um, it, you know what hit rock bottom? It's like when I saw my wife, because me and my wife used to share one car, right? Yeah. And she used to go in at 6 in the morning. I used to go in at 3.30 in the morning, right? So, and we had the kids, and the daycare was not too far from my job. Right. And I remember we used to share the car, so she used to... Uh, Go ahead and, and wait, wait, wait in the car at my job while you know, and slept in the car. So when when it was time for her to take the kids to daycare, she'll go take them and go to the job. Right. So she used to sleep in the car during the summer and winter with the kids, with the kids yeah. in the car. Right. So I'll I'll go outside, pick up, you know, poke my head outside and check up on them. And I was like looking at, like telling myself, I'm like, like. Look, look at me Like what am I Am I gonna do Am I gonna like Do this in another Five years Ten years Like Yeah That's when I really Like said You know what This ain't it Yeah And Yeah man After that Um What ended up happening Was like Um I always been a hustler I mean There's one way Like I have a job But I always Have the hustle There's something on the side I yeah. always I That was me Right So So I was like You know what What's next for me What's next for me? I start, you know, flipping cars. I used to go to the car auctions and start flipping cars. And, um, you know, it made good money. It made good money. And uh, it just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Yeah, and the, and the, the, the margins are very thin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we were still struggling, believe it or not. Like, we were still struggling while I was flipping cars. And I always, like, believed in myself, like, I could do something a lot bigger than where I was at right now at that time. And 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 I used to, like, I remember I used to, I used to watch, um, I used to watch, like, uh, Tony Robbins and, and these other big guys, like, you know, I'm like, man, them on stage. And I used to see them how they talk and, them, you know, a lot of business guys, right. you know, in suits and all. I'm like, that's going to be me right there. And I remember I was like, man, like, guy with tattoos, right? No education, high school dropout, right? I even have a speech impediment. Like, so, I, like, all these things were running in my mind, but I always told myself, you know what? I'm going to overcome all this one day. Right. And I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't know when or how, but I'm going to become that person that did I Did you ever graduate high school? Never. Never did. I, I actually, um, so, I dropped out. Sophomore year, okay. Sophomore year, man. I was in. I was. I was a bad kid, man. You know, yeah. just, I, I never used to, you know, let anybody, uh, you know, mess tell, with or anything like that, man. Yeah, that. teachers or whatnot, yeah. man. School wasn't 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 it for me. Yeah, you you had no uh, respect for um, authority whatsoever. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never I never liked when somebody told me what to do, man. And yeah. it, I, it got me in trouble plenty of times, yeah. right? But you know what, man? We, like that's what made me the person that I am now. You yeah. know, I've always been stubborn. That's me. Yeah, but now you know how to channel that, right? So, and you're using it for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, so when is it that you discover real estate? Yeah. So, um, man, this was about 
Mm, I say April in 2019. 19. Yeah, April 2019 when I discovered wholesaling. So I always had, so I always told myself like I'm gonna get into real estate. Like I, I want to build stuff, right? Right. I don't know how I was gonna get into it, right. but I knew I was gonna get into it, right? So one day I remember I was in my couch and I was like, at that time like I was dead broke, right? I like I didn't know like I was I hit rock You didn't bottom. have a job. I didn't have a job. Right. Like I was depressed. When, when did you quit your last job? Or which which so, job was that? So so I had the warehouse job yeah. um, back in the beginning of 2018. So from 2018 the beginning of 2018 to April 2018, I had no job. Yeah. So I was just hustling, trying to you know provide for my family. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I was I was I was in my couch and I was telling you that. Dude, I was dead broke. I was, de- I was depressed, man. Like I even had pictures. I'll show you. I have yeah. pictures where I like, I was, I was in my room. Like, man, I had turned up my whole house. I was like, yeah, you were living in chaos. Yeah, man. Like I was, I was done. Like I, I really wanted to take myself out. Like I was at that point. It's like, where am I living? Right, and then my wife, man, I remember my wife. She always prayed for me, man. She was like, you know, she always believed in me. I just didn't believe in myself because I always let myself down or my wife down. But I always picked myself up. Right. So at the time, it's like, you know what? I was, I was getting, I was, I was going through depression, and 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 like one day I was, I was in my couch, and then I started scrolling down on Instagram, right, and then um, Carlos Reyes. Right, he popped up on my, on my newsfeed, and I was like, oh, "Who the hell is this guy? Who's this Mexican dude right here?" Yeah. Right. I went on his page, and then I started scrolling. I'm like, "Huh?" He does. He started. You know, he used to do the videos where he talks about what he does and all that with Sal. And I was like, "Man, like wholesaling, wholesaling. What's wholesaling?" So I started doing my research what wholesaling was. And I was like, "Wait, so you telling me that you can pick up a, a, a property with just a contract, and you'll sign the contract and make Seven. an assignment fee?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Wait, what?" Um, and I told my wife about it. She's like, "You can't do that. Like that's that's a, you can't do that. That's a scam. Yeah, it's a scam. <laughs> it's a scam, right?" And I was like, "I had. I was like, this is po- I was like, this is possible right here." So I started. I started listening to uh, their podcast, right? And then I started listening to other other you know other people's podcasts as well. And then I started. I I didn't, I wasn't listening to a podcast or. You know what the thing was before I touch on that story is like this one thing that I end up finding now is like because I used to always be the one I used to take care of everybody else, yeah, make sure everybody's good. But I end up like really like sitting down and like praying, and then God told me it's like you need to just go ahead and take care of yourself, yeah. And that's how I'm like, holy shit. I was like, you're right. Like, I'm over here making sure everybody's good, but what, what's the point of me? It's like, you know how you, 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 you know, on the airplane, what does the flight attendant tell you? It's like, before you put on the somebody else's mask, first put your mask on. Yep. It's like that. And I was like, damn, like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm good, right? So I started, like, working on myself, like, mentally, like, because yep. I had a limited belief. And then we all do. Yeah. We all have. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Even Tony Robbins <laughs> has living beliefs, you know? Yeah. And he's the master at that stuff. Yeah. Exactly. But we all do, man. And we all got to work on ourselves. And that's and that's what it was. I was like, you know what? I started listening to this. Dude, I remember, like, I used to go driving for, I used to use my mother-in-law's car. I used to drop her off at work because my, 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 uh, my wife, she used to work, too. 
So we only had one car. So I used to drop off my mother-in-law at work, and I used to take her car, and I used to go uh, listen to the podcast and go drive for dollars around the neighborhoods, right? I used to go look at zip codes. I'm going to target this zip code. And I remember I had a, a notebook. I posted the other day on, on my on my Instagram that I had, I had a notebook where I had all all the properties where I was driving for dollars. Right. So I used to write them all down. Right. And then I used to go ahead and skip trace them and give them a call. And I was doing that for like a couple months or so. And I'm like, I'm like, all right. Then like I, I had the momentum going. I had the momentum going. I'm like, all right. Then like, what, what I, like what's next? What's next? Right. And then I end up uh, finding these guys that, that kind of like helped me out with, um, you know, get my foot in the door with the wholesaling, like how to, how to, because I knew driving for dollars, but it was like with systems, right? The dialer, right? The list. I didn't know none of that stuff. Yeah. So I, that's when I got, I really started, started working on like getting my list, right? I got my dialer and I started um, cold calling, right? I started cold calling and dude, I remember like, because um, I used to go to uh, those guys' houses where I could co-call, right? And I remember there was days that where I didn't even have enough money for gas to go to their house. Right, right, right. That's how hard it was for me. Bro, I know exactly what that looks yeah, like. Yeah. I, I've been there before. Okay? Yeah, man. So, so like, I know how it is. And then, how it but, is. but you know what's crazy, man? When I was going to to the house where I used to cold call, it all starts with that mindset, having that right mindset. You know what's crazy, man? That I always used to like vision myself driving, driving on an Escalade. I always wanted Escalade, right? I was like, man, I remember like closing my eyes, man, and like just visioning. You know what? I'm gonna drive the I'm gonna drive this Escalade. Look at the feeling that 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 I have when I'm driving it, and then I had the vision where I'm gonna be like cool as hell with Carlos and all those guys. I'm gonna be. At that level, like everything that I manifested at during that time, I have now. I have now. Like I always told my mother-in-law when I used to drop off at work, you know what? I'm gonna get this down. And I remember I was like, "You're gonna end up working with me." Yeah. Now she's working with me. That's right. My mom too. Like I used to make sure, like I used to vision all that stuff, and that's what's very important that people need to realize they want all these things. The first off, like working with yourself first, and then it starts with all right, then visioning what on what you want, the life you want. Action. So that's that's what really like really really helped me out, man. And then I, I, going back to my uh, getting getting my systems going and all that, dude. It took me about four long months to get my first deal. Well, you did better than Alex. It took Alex like <laughs> nine months. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? One thing is like I was cold calling nonstop. Again, I never had a, a I never worked at a, a call center before, so I had no experience talking on the phones. Right. Right. I never had a sales job. I had street sales, right? But I never had like that that proper sales right. training. I never had that, so I didn't know how that looked like. Right. So it was a lot of falling forward, right? And that's what like were really like push me to even want more it's like you know what I made the mistake but I'm gonna keep my I'm gonna pick myself up and go again so what were you doing uh, self development wise like to work on yourself when you first started trying to do real estate or wholesaling mm -hmm. what, what were you into like what were you reading or listening or, or watching yeah um, so so I used to watch um, man it's been a while um, a lot of uh, Joe Dispenza um, about the you know the inner self um, uh, um, who else um 
the guy with the the, the that wrote the secrets, uh, uh, Joe something. I forgot his name. Oh. Uh, per, um, Who? Bob Proctor. Bob, Bob Proctor. There you go. Yeah, Bob Proctor. Bob Proctor. Right. Um, and these other leaders as well, man. Um, but I used to study them. I have them on, on my YouTube and yeah. podcast and all that. And, and I used to study them nonstop, nonstop, and and um, like that really helped me like open my mind up to like you know what all this is possible because I used to like listen to these guys like their story where they didn't have nothing and then they built an empire and like now they're living their dream that's what really like pushed me it's like man like these guys can do it I can do it yeah right anybody can do this uh, I'm a firm believer that as long as you get the proper training and, and you surround yourself you said something real key which was surrounding yourself with the right people you wanted to be around Carlos and Sal and all these other guys yeah. and you made it a point to where you said you know what one day I'm going to be with those guys in their environment at their level mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that pushes you to go do whatever it takes to level up to them yeah you know yeah. so uh, it's uh, you know and You, you started in 2019. This is only two or three years ago. Yeah. Um, you were literally broke three years ago. Literally. And today you have a beautiful office with staff uh, that you're providing mm -hmm. an opportunity for. You also do have all your virtual people that, that a lot of us are growing virtual. So that's, the, that's, the model. that's a model that's trending big time. And, and and I know you're doing multiple deals. You're doing six-figure months, uh, pushing towards that seven-figure that uh, just a few can do, right? Yeah. It's a whole different animal to do six figures and seven figures. Yeah. Um, but all of that can happen in just a matter of two years. Yeah. I, I do believe that. Like, last year, man, like, you know, we, 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 we netted. 2.3 mil yeah. right and just in a, in, a, in a wholesaling company right so it's like where was I at a year from there like man like where, how do I get to there right so like going to your questions like hanging around with the right people yeah. right that have the right mindset you know one thing man that I really did realize is like I, I'm always at the right place at the right time so it's like alright then there's there's always there's always levels right to, to success alright and, and where I first started was you know I started hanging around with certain guys that were you know just wanted to get a deal or so and then boom uh, you know I, I some way somehow unfortunately kind of outgrew them but I still you know still talk to them but and then what's next for me right I wanted the guys that, that were doing five to ten deals a month right what are they doing so I started networking with those type of guys right those people and then from there it's like alright then whoever has my it's not the what it's the who who has yeah. my answers right yeah that's that's where it's at so I started really seeing like alright then like I know what I want who has my answers who could help me out And one thing is, and I want everybody to realize this, is that you, you, you know, when you want, when you want to network and be around with the right people, it's not always like how can they help me out. It's like how can I first give and help them out first, provide, and then go ahead and see what they can provide for me. You know what? And and that's so key, man. I I I, I practice that. Yeah. Um, and and to me, it's natural. Like, I, I love helping other people. Oh, I like, know you do, yeah. I just love helping other people without even expecting anything in return. Like, you know, I ne it's never about what I'm going to get at the end of the day. Because I know that the law of uh, reciprocity works that way. Yeah. You just give, 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 give. 
and the universe will find a way to return it back to you, right? And and one of the main reasons I've gotten so close to many of you guys, uh, uh, including Carlos, Sal, and Alex, is because I, I came here one day to hang out with Corey. Corey's one of my great friends. Mm-hmm. And... I can't even remember why I was here. I think we were doing some promo videos for something. Yeah. And and um, uh, um, uh, commercial uh, like a, an ad for Freedom popped up on my phone. And I looked. I'm looking at it. He, and Corey's driving. And I said, Corey, are you going to this thing? Freedom here with Carlos and those guys. Uh, I wasn't planning to, but when is it? And uh, so I told him the date is. He said, "Yeah, I might just go, man." Was I, it in 2019? No, this is just last year. This is just oh, last year, right? Okay, okay, okay. And I'm looking. I still haven't. I only met Alex at that time. Yeah. Because uh, he went to my mastermind, mm-hmm. and so I looked at it. I said, "Man, you know what? I like Alex, dude, but I didn't know Carlos or Sal yet." Yeah. And I said, "Man, I'm just gonna give me a ticket." Yeah. And I went in. He's like. I can probably get you. I was like, bro, I'm I'm, I'm gonna buy my ticket. Yeah, yeah. So I went and bought my ticket. VIP showed up, and I just started networking. Right? Hey, mm-hmm. it's nice to meet you. This and that. And every and I saw you. I remember yeah. I saw you. Yeah. Yep. So every time I would sit down, all these guys will come in and they and they'll ask me, hey, what is it that you do? And I said, oh, I wholesale nationwide and this and that and and um and they just like how many deals do you do because I don't know why people want to ask that question like how many deals do you do? I guess yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's to measure you like yeah. let me see how how tall, <laughs> how tall this guy is right and I said well you know how many do I have on the board or how many do we close every month because those are two different animals yeah you can have 60 deals on the board are you closing on 60 deals hell no yeah you're probably closing on a third of that if not less right yeah yeah so I said well we anyhow at any given time we have about 60 on the board um and today actually I have a lot less but at, at that point I had like 60 and they're like what and I'll say yeah like but we don't close on that we close on Maybe 15, 20, sometimes less. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't close on shit, you know, because <laughs> yeah. there are months that, that sometimes they just go blank for yeah. many different reasons. How how do you do that? And also, well, many different ways. Marketing, JVN, this, that, because we, we are very strong with JVs. Mm-hmm. And, and I started helping these guys, you know, kind of like telling them what I did. Mm-hmm. And before I knew it, I was starting start making friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now they're calling me. It's like, hey, dude, do you mind if I pick your brains? Or do you mind if I stop by your office? Or, and and that's how I started getting with the all-in crowd. Yeah. Right? And now that I... That I that I belong to it because I, you know, I will continue to attend and mm-hmm. for as long as those guys allow me to, right? Because um, I don't go there with any purpose. I, yeah. my, my purpose is to make allies and friends moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's 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 crazy because I was telling Sal yesterday that out of freedom, I made I don't know how much money. Honestly, I, it's kind of hard for me to put a money. Uh, a factor to it. I was talking. I was. I was talking to Carlos yesterday, man. He faced. Did he call me like at twelve o'clock at night? He was in Sedona, and then um, he's doing like a spiritual retreat out there. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking, and then and then like we, we talked about the, his events, like the energy. Because I've been to a lot of events, yeah. but the energy in those rooms is like unmatchable, man. Yeah, it's and all beat. Yes. 
and what happens when you're in that room, man? Like, you have a lot of people with, like, the same level of energy, yeah. right? The same mindset. Man, and that's, what, like, the real magic happens in there, man. Yeah. 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 But, but yeah, you're, you're, you're saying that you're talking to Sal, and then... And, and, that's, and that's what I was telling him. He's like, man, I came to you refer to, to the Freedom last year, uh, which was, like, a week after my mastermind. Yeah. Now, I had already met them in person, mm-hmm. but I, we weren't friends, you know. Yeah. Or, um, and and Alex had attended my mastermind um, because I guess I think Corey put him up for it. I can't remember what it was, but um, long story short, I went there. I started networking with all you guys, mm-hmm. you know, and, and everybody that was in the VIP area. And and next thing I know, I'm doing deals with three guy with like three or four guys that are sending yeah. me deals. Um, I started mentoring guys on how to build a structure for their business mm-hmm. because I do I, I can build vision traction organizers with my eyes closed. Yeah, and for me, it's easy to plug and play and move things around. And but financially. Investing in going to that event because it's an investment. It sure is. Every time you go to one of those events, whether it's mine, yours, or it, it costs money. You yeah, know? It's a, yeah. You have to get a, a ticket. Number one, number two, you probably have to fly. Yep. Hotel, food. Yep. Right. So you know you go make that investment, and you start hanging around with the right intentions and purposes, right? Yep. Um, and next thing you know, the universe starts giving you back and giving you back. And then it turns out to be friendships. Now we're doing this podcast, um, events. Uh, you were talking about the event that you may be doing um, soon. Yeah. Um, deals. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like like with Vic and you and, and a lot of the other guys, I'm not big into the hedge funds. But if I pick something up that's good for a hedge fund, I'm going to call somebody that knows how yep. to deal with those guys. Right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so... It's it's amazing how the power of the network works. You know what's crazy? Let me touch on that. So first off, it first starts off with you know having the right mindset. Like if you go in there with the scarcity mindset, of like ha, oh, you're telling me I have to spend this much to go to the event, this much for the flight, this much. But the other person, which is you and I, right? We go in there with the right mindset of like you know what, this is all investing because you know what's the outcome. Going in there, hey, I'm gonna make sure that. If somebody needs my help, I'm able to provide. If there's people that need their, their deals pushed, I'm going to be able to, um, to, 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 to help them out, right? And and that's what happens when you start building the right relationships. Yep. And then going... Well, I go there to build friends, to, yeah. to build friendships. That's my number one goal. I want to make friends. Yeah. Because I know that in a room like that, we're all like-minded. Yep, yep. We're, we're, yeah, we may be different. You may have tattoos. I don't, right? Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about getting some, by the way. But, <laughs> uh, but I don't know if I want to do that. But 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 it's, a, it's, it's an environment where there's like-minded people, right? Yeah. And and you're right, man. Um, going there with a with the right mindset. So so touching on that, like I was saying, was. We so we started off this um, this mastermind. It's called Collective Greatness, right? Mm-hmm. It's with six companies, right? And we all came from Carlos and Sal's and Alex's mentorship. Their, their mentorship, yeah. right? Because it's like you know what your vibe attracts your tribe, right? So we we really like it. First started off with me and my brother Amir, right? And then we brought in somebody else and then somebody else. Now we all move together, right? And that's what's very powerful. That 
we, we, we help each other out, right? One way or another, okay? Nobody's getting left behind, right? Same strategy, same everything. And that's one thing is like we're all givers. We all started off with, you know what, how can I help you out first, right? And, and, and you know what, man, like it's crazy because I always vision like having that type of relationships, right? I just didn't know how or when that was yeah. able to happen. But you know how much years I cut off and everybody in that circle Absolutely. cut off? You know it because you have that circle too. And that's very important is hanging around with the right like-minded people that push each other even further. And that's one thing about us that I'm telling you, man, we're, I mean, we're barely getting things started, but this is just the beginning for us. So right? whose idea was to start that group? So it first started off with me and Amir. Yeah. Helali, he's out in Orlando. Yeah. Man. This guy's a big player. And, um... It was just me and him, right? We started working with the funds very well. And then I went to, like, where there's a... I went to a, the in-house a model. He went to the virtual model. Yeah. Right? And and then after that, it's like, you know what? We're the visionaries. So we're like, all right, then like, like, let's do this. We start playing all this stuff out. And then we're like, all right, then we need, we need somebody that's going to be able to help us out. And, like, right, the systems and whatnot. Like, the integrator. Yeah. We brought in uh, another individual. His name is Josh, right? And after that, we brought in uh, a guy named Angel. He, they're uh, they're all in Cal. They're in, both in California, right? Angel Garcia, like this guy, he's crushing it, man. And um, from there, we, we brought in uh, Mike Martinez, and then we brought in Vic Herrera. Like these are all big players. Yeah. You know a lot of them. So, man, like I'm telling you, we all move together. Nobody moves left. The other one, person. we all move together. And that's one thing is like, all right, then nobody's getting left behind. All right, somebody needs, they're struggling with their acquisition. Let's all get our all our acquisitions together and let's help them out. All right, we all do training with them. All right, even with our transactions, we all strategize the same way. And that's one thing is like, man, we're cutting off a lot of a lot of years back because it's like if you don't have that group. You're struggling on something. It's combined effort. Yes, that's all it is. You're struggling on something. What happens, man? You don't have the answers, but somebody will. Yeah. I'm one call away. When there's a problem, one call away. I call me or somebody else. Hey, I have this issue. Have you have you gone have you gone through a similar issue? Yeah. This is what you do. All right. Perfect. Now, if I would have struggled and and I didn't have that contact, what would have happened? I wouldn't know how to pull myself out of you know out of that, that situation. Man, I like what you guys are doing um, <clears throat> because I do it, but it, like I was telling you earlier, it's not as structured as you have it. Yeah. And I think giving it a structure to where nobody gets left behind and, you know, kind of like the military, right? Yes. You get shot, hey, carry, let's carry his yep. ass off. Yep. You know, yep. he's not going to stay behind. Uh, and you guys are training your teams together. Um Interconnecting That's pretty powerful man And and I mean There's more to that Like It's like Again Going back to Helping ourselves out first Because we all have A goal is to serve That's all of us yeah. We all have Want to make sure That we, we help The next person out Right The next Art Sanchez When I was struggling Right, right. That's 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 what I do it for, right? And every single one of us, that's what we do it for. Right. We all have our own principles, man, and our core values as well, but we all align. That's one thing about, like, it's powerful how we move, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think uh, if you guys really, really focus on, on and providing that value, not only for yourselves, but for other people, you guys will grow substantially. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
big time. Yeah. Because it's uh, you all come from the same family, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a sub-family is what I call it. Yeah, family. yeah. And so you have the all-in guys, and yeah. now you guys are creating your own movement. We work we work together well, uh, very well, too. Us, the all-in guys and us, we all work together as well. Well, it's the same. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're still part of the, the, that family, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's no, it's no different. It's just that... You guys are moving in a in a in like a lateral direction, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And you're working, and and that's what I love love so much about not only what you guys are doing, but what the all in guys are all about is because there is a it's an abundance mindset. That's all it is, man. It, it's not about the all in guys only. You follow yeah, me? Yeah. So you know what? Yeah. You guys go build your own stuff too. Yeah. It's, and 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 it's impressive how how. The ramification is is growing now uh, because they planted those seeds. Yep. They helped you guys out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did pay for mentorships and things like that, and being on their mastermind and all that. But that's how you were able to level up so fast. One thing, man, when you like going to the mastermind, right? It's like you're paying for an investment. A lot of people are like, yes, I'm going in there. I want to learn things. But you know what? The, the, like the, the the major part of, of joining a mentorship is is is, is getting finding your allies. Yep. All right, networking. That's where it's truly at, right there. And that's what every man. I'm telling you now, like when I'm, I'm putting myself out there, I'm going to more masterminds. It's like, yes, I want to get the value. But I want to build more connections, just like what you said. Yep. That's that's my that's that's the way I'm seeing it now. Yeah, I, I told Alex yesterday that because he told me about their first event. Yeah. And how in that first event. He had a bunch of guys like Donovan Ruffin, Didi, you know, all these guys are playing on a higher level today, right? And I said, man, I didn't hear about that event back then. I would have been the first guy to show up because I was transitioning from being a rehabber into a wholesaler. Yeah. And, yeah, I did have all the Sean Terry stuff, like the the 100K wholesaler. Uh But I didn't really, you know, get anything else. I was just following some certain structures that he had. But I think if I would have attended that event in, in I think it was 2018, or, uh, yeah, 18, my recovery would have been a lot quicker. Yeah, uh, sure. Because I would have been surrounded with the right circle. In Houston, the one thing that I've seen different from Phoenix, from the rest of the country, is that here, you guys are collaborating because there is an abundance mindset and and that spreads around man yeah. like like and even from you guys to the other guys to Sean Terry to you know all these different uh, uh, educators right they still collab they find a way to collaborate mm-hmm. together and, and help each other out right yeah. you don't see that anywhere else you know you know one thing is crazy man and I'm pretty sure I mean you know this like when it comes down to this real estate community, this wholesaling community, man, like, there's so much people that want to just help you out. And I think that's, that's what I love about, like, in this room. There's a lot, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, there's a lot of bad apples, right? Yeah, but, I mean, but, but, in general, yeah, what I see is that here in Phoenix, there's collaboration. And is that what they, I don't know, is that what they call it, the land of gurus? <laughs> to me, it's uh, the uh, guru capital of the world. Hey, right? that's what they all say, man. But there is collaboration. Yeah, you know what? This guy with this guy might not get along. 
yeah, it's different personalities, you let or different egos. Yep. But in Houston, we don't have that. Like Houston is bigger than than Phoenix. It's a competition, right? It's more of an ego thing. Yeah. So you try to pull people together. They, they bring the ego is 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 like yeah. uh, and shout out to all the egomaniacs in Houston and anywhere everywhere else whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know uh, no but there are great guys out there yeah for sure a bunch of them there's yep. a bunch but I don't think I think we're far away from from being able to collaborate um, the way you guys do it here yeah now my friends for instance they're in San Antonio mm-hmm. Michael and Charles right yeah uh, shout out to them yeah shout out to Michael and Charles JR yep JR uh, so I found my tribe too, right? Q uh, Donnie yep, you know yep, um, a bunch of other guys in Dallas so we sort of like collaborate but it's at a long distance type yeah so um, but I, I learn a lot from 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 the Phoenix crowd yeah uh, every time I come and I, like yesterday, I went to that Go-Giver Mastermind that Brandon Simmons put together. That's a great guy, man. Oh. He was actually in my office last week. Dude, and, and, and he's got the ability to pull all these guys. I was telling Sheik uh, after after uh, we left, I said, man, that was a high-caliber room. Yeah. I seen, I seen him. I'm like, man, he invited me too, but... Man, we're like we're, we're taking off to, to uh, Disney World today, man. We're taking oh, the whole family. We're going to uh, California, right? Uh, no, no, Disney World in Florida. Oh, Disney World in Florida. Um, we're taking the whole family, man. Awesome, we're taking dude. everybody. So have I'm, you been there before? Never been in Disney World. We went to Biz- Disneyland plenty of times, but not Disney World this time around. Last year, so how long are you going for? Uh, for four days. So that's not enough. I know that's not enough. That's not enough. But you gotta go Disney, Epcot. And what's the name of the other one? I always forget. Where the Tower of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Those are the main three. Yeah. But go early. Yeah, I know, I know. And and again, it's like, the re- so we're going out there because of my daughter's birthday. Okay. Right? And then my wife's too. And um, I remember a year, a year ago, we went to uh, the All-Ins Mastermind in San Diego. Right. And it was my daughter's birthday weekend. So I was like, gosh, shoot, what am I, well, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to stay out here and celebrate my daughter's birthday? Or am I going to go out there and do something out there with the family? So I was like, you know what? I don't know what ended up happening, man. I was like, it was something in me. I was like, just go, just go. Take the whole family. We ended up renting an Airbnb out there. And it was my daughter's birthday. So it was like, her birthday was on Saturday. The mastermind was on Saturday. And we, we went out there, man. Like, that was the best decision I ever made. Wow. Let me tell you why. Because... My wife, she was working her nine to five, right? And she was actually, um, at the time, she was working for this company, Wells Fargo, right? And she was working her ass off for that company, man. And she was waiting that whole that whole that whole week. She was waiting for a call um, that she was gonna she was gonna get a, receive a a, a, um, a raise, right? And on the way going to California, she got the call. And she was all excited, and they end up uh, end up telling her, "Well, hey, we like everything you're doing. You you helped us. You helped the company make so much money." They told her exactly like that. You made the company make so much money. So this is what we're gonna do for you. We're gonna give you a seventy five cent raise. Man, my wife was so pissed, man. Seventy five cents. After what she's done, man, she went she 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 went on and beyond with and helped them out. Wow. And my 
my wife was so pissed off the car wreck going in San Diego like and, and at the time I was telling my wife I was like it's time to come to work for the company right but she had that scarcity mindset Where is it? I don't even call it scarcity mindset it's like you know our wives we're she, talking about she, it she wants that stability stability that's what it is stability and 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 the thing is it's like it was so hard for my wife to like kind of like you know what like realize that and you know what join the company and I remember when so we we got to 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 San Diego right and uh, I remember that that day that where we all finished the mastermind and I told them I was like hey come pick me up already and we're already wrapping it up so we're like I asked we're all on the table asking questions and that's what she came in right and she didn't say nothing she just walked in sat next to me so nobody's seen her and when they're asking questions so we're going all the way around and they asked me a question and then they asked and then my wife she 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 asked a question she asked Carlos I have a video of it too she asked Carlos she's like so like cause he, he that was him where Sal tried to push Carlos on quitting his job right and, and working for the company right and my wife's like you've been through it how, like how do you deal with that like I want to leave my job but I don't, I'm like kind of kind of I don't, like I'm, I'm kind of scared on leaving my job that's when Carlos, you know, spoke to her and everybody else in that table. It was magical, wow. extremely magical, and like it really hit my wife. And and the whole week, the whole weekend, man, like it was really like messing with her. I was like, you know what, babe? I was like, it's time for you to go ahead and leave that job and come for us. But you know what made made it easier for her was that someone else other than you yeah. gave her perspective. Yeah. Because what happens is our wives, do you think they listen to us? Oh, no. Hell no. <laughs> they do not listen to they us, brother. They don't. But if, if they hear it from someone else, yeah. now they pay attention. Yeah. Right? So, so, yeah, it was a blessing for you guys because now you guys are are all in the business here. Yeah, so, so when she came back, right, we had barely gotten this office, right? So it was empty. She came in. We were doing deals, right? Um, we weren't hitting uh, consistently six figures a month. Right. When she came in, man, she took over the disposition. And I'm, me, I'm a closer, so I was focused on the acquisitions, right? Right. My mother-in-law's working on transactions. So I was like, you know what? Focus on dispositions. I'm gonna focus acquisitions. Man, she took over dispositions, man. Like she's a genius in her own way, man. There's a reason why I call her disparate queen, right? right? And she she took our business from like you know hit you know doing about fifty to sixty eighty thousand dollars a month to like hitting over a hundred a hundred thousand dollars a month consistently, and then doing two hundred thousand and then going up, but. If it wasn't for my wife going out there, sitting in that table, asking that question, and making that sacrifice, leaving her job and coming working for us, I really truly believe, and she believes, all this wouldn't have been possible. Yeah, um, or it would have taken longer. Oh, it would have, yeah, a lot longer. Now, you know what the beauty of what we do now is obviously help our parents out. I retired my mom, right? We're traveling to places that we dreamed about when we were dead broke. We're like, you know what? We're going to go there one day, right? But it was just a dream. It was, you know, I, it costs money to do all that stuff. I oh, yeah. money. 
So I was promised to my wife, I was like, we're going to do all that. Man, we're going to Cancun three, four times a year. We went to Barbados about two months ago. I just came back from Cancun. I saw, we're going I saw the video. Disney, we're going to Disney World today. Like, that's what financial freedom is all about. Yeah. And then going back into, all right, then. Remember what I was talking about? We, we, we switched from the in-house acquisition yep. model to the virtual. That's been the best decision I ever made, man. And you know this. Yeah. So like We just did it. Yeah. So, so, I mean, a lot of people don't believe in that model. But I'll tell you one thing, guys. It's like, it's low cost. These acquisitions, they're willing to work their asses off. They are. They're coachable, right? And, and again, it's like, you don't have to babysit them as much as you'll babysit in-house. So it's really like, all right, then, it's plug and play. You have the full virtual acquisitions. and we Well, have- the one thing I found out about the virtual model uh, or the virtual uh, team members, I'm yeah. going to call them like that. Because yep. to me, in my team, I don't, I don't like calling them BAs. That, I don't do that either. Like even so, I do have a VA company. It's called Top of the Line VA. Nice. But now I'm thinking of as man, maybe I need to change that VA name because I don't like it. I like it to I like it to be a team member because these guys that I have overseas now, they appreciate a lot more the opportunity they have in their yes. hands. That. 99% of the people that have been in my office before. You know what? You know, and and I want them to get paid as much as they can now because they sweat your colors. Yeah. You know, they that, that's their blood now. And, mm-hmm. and and they're looking for ways to make it better. And, yeah. and and they ask me questions like when I do my, my calls on acquisitions. Yeah. Which is what I'm training. This post for me, that's easy. <laughs> we got yeah. that figured out. Yeah. But the acquisitions is where I had a little flat tire in the last few months, um, and many different reasons. Me as well. Yeah. Yeah. So and and you know, even Alex he's got a flat tire right now on the yeah. football side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just told us, did you? Get some VAs, bro. Like, I'm for, telling yeah. you, like, in-house is good. Is good. A lot of people are starting to see like all these, all these gurus, right? Have an in-house full pack uh, office. I'm telling you one thing. It's it's great. But once you have like switched to 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 the virtual model and have that those team members, like you're saying, man, I'm telling you, now you could scale on a different yeah, level. At a different level. Why? Because it's very low cost. Right, so that's where there's the reason why I'm, I'm doing this. Like, if for three acquis- three three acquisitions, virtual will cost me one acquisition in house. Yeah. So, so again, it's like I'm getting great results, and now I'm like, man, like I should have done this a long time ago when Amir was pushing me, like, hey, like go virtual. So again, like that's why I wanted to touch on that. It's like. That's the reason why I'm like, I could be out anywhere I want to be because I'm yeah, that's another dead. thing. You can go travel and your business runs. Yep. Because yep. those guys are getting on leads. You know, can you probably disconnect yourself 100% from your business today? No. But you're not far from it. Yep, I'm not far Because from once those guys are, are done, you see, I thought I was ready last year. Mm-hmm. Like, and you've seen me all over, right? And, uh, you know, I, I, I thought I had in place someone that I was going to pretty much handle yeah. the keys. That wasn't the case. It didn't work out. Yeah. It didn't work out uh, for him or for me. Yeah. So, but I'm, I would say I'm 90% there because I had a little flat tire, yep. the acquisition side. Yep. I stopped all my lead generation mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. in, I would say it was middle of December maybe. Mm-hmm. I stopped it. I said, hold on a second. 
I gotta fix this before I throw more money in marketing and hire some new guys, started training yep. them. And I started training them under my old guy. Yeah, I remember you told me about him, yeah. And and I will say, Shane, go ahead and train these guys. And he started doing some trainings, but he held them back. Yeah. And I was like, no, man, I can't do this. You got to empower them to go and, and make mistakes and, and make offers. And Because if they don't do it that way, they're not going to learn how to do it. I agree. Like You can't just babysit three or four acquisitions guys yeah. on every phone call. It's let them go make mistakes. Yeah, but those leads are expensive. I get it. Yeah. But they have to learn. Otherwise, that was, yeah, that was me too. It's like when I when I was training ten acquisitions, virtual acquisitions. I'm like, all right, then the pipeline's drying down, right? But I'm like, I'm getting on the phones. I'm getting on the phones. I'm like, I need to see, I need to get these deals. But you know what I wasn't doing? Wrong? I was doing wrong. I was like, you know what? What's the point of 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 you doing all this work? And how are you going to get yourself out of that position? First, you know what? Eventually, you're going to... Listen, let it dry up. Oh, well. you got to focus on your team first. Get them up and running. And then, again, it's going to take some time, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, you, yeah, like, hey, hold on a second. Pause. Yep. Breathe. Let's get these guys to where they need to be. Yep. Because, yeah, you can be the master closer of your team, right? Yep. Do you really need to be the master closer of your team? No. Yeah. You should not be the master closer of your team. Yep. You should be able to train your guys so they can become the master closers. And now that runs on its own. And then they come to you for guidance. See? Hey, I got to close this deal and, you know, I'm far. What, yep. what do I do? Okay, this is what you do now. Yep. You know, and, yep. and then you help them navigate those waters. Yep. And, and you know, at the end of the day, I, I'll be done this year. Like, it, it'll be completely hands-off. See, let me touch on that really quick for everybody else that's struggling, right, trying to build a team, right? Because you might think that you're doing everything, you're doing everything, right, um, and, and, and every, in every department, acquisition, disposition, transaction, all that. And you have, like, a scarcity mindset because if you're like, man, I don't want to bring somebody on because they're not going to do it as good as me. Or they take from from, or from, they, from the assignment, right? Yes, or they're going to take part of it. Yeah. But one thing is, once you start bringing people, right, that can fill that position, now it's like, all right, then, I can have a more percentage of my time on something else that's going to help me grow the company, right? End of the day, we're not octopus. We can't have our hands all over no. the pot, Right, and we're and, and we're not that smart either. Exactly, to where you can handle ten different things and not have one fail. You exactly, know? and then another thing as well is like, listen, we have to be. 100% concentrated on one thing. We can't be concentrated on 10% here, 10% there, 30% there. I want to have my full focus what's going to help us make more money, right? It's going to help the, comp- the company grow more, and it's going to make our team make more money. So that's where I really want, like, I, I, that's been a game changer when I kind of, like, stepped out of my, like, my comfort zone and, like, I wanted to stop closing deals, focus on the team, right? Build them back up, and then it's like, all right, then let's let's keep on growing. Because end of the day, what do we work for? To delegate this position yep. and go on to the next ventures, right? So that's one thing. Is like I don't want to be a prisoner to my own company if I can't have the right people working for me and 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 having that scarcity myself. Like you know what? They're not going to do it as good as me. So we're not gonna, never going to get out of there. So yeah, and you got to focus on finding people that are better than you are. 
that's where he, that's where it's at. My guy Pedro, I'll tell you one thing. These guys, he's, he's been on the scenes, but this guy is a genius in his own craft. Like this guy helps me out tremendously when it comes down to the virtual acquisitions, right? The disposition, like this guy's like my. He's I'm a visionary. He's my he's my integrator. Mm. This guy, like I'm telling, you, that's what you need, all right. And what happens is like you give him a good portion of the of the winnings of the pie, yeah, right. And he's gonna be happy. He's gonna take care of the company like he like is his own. Well, it is his company because yep. he because he's building it with you, right? Yep. Yeah, you might be the owner. I get it, but. At the end of the day, if you treat them well, it's their company moving yep. forward. Yep. You know, and, and, and that's how you keep loyalty and people around you for many years to come. That's where it's at. And that's the thing is a lot of companies are failing because they're not they're not paying their people right, right? They're not putting their people in position where they could be able to win, right? I tell my team all the time, like, hey, listen, there's no ceiling when it comes down to our business. You go as far as you want. It all depends on you. I always preach with them. I even let them do their own marketing. Man. My guys on my team. They can be me. I yeah. tell them all the time, guys, yeah, you're making a percentage on, on what we're closing here and what the move deals we're moving together. But if you want to run your own marketing campaign, now everything needs to come through the house, though. You're right. They can't just do it on their own. Yeah. No, no. If you're going to get a deal, make sure it comes through the, through the, through the house. We take a piece, you take, but now I become your team. Yep. We, the rest of the team becomes your team. Yep. That's why we call it the wholesaling cartel. Damn. You know, because <laughs> we, 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 I like my team member, like Caesar right now, my dispo manager. Yeah. Caesar, he came, he's a friend, number one, for years. And every time I bump into him on the streets, hey, Caesar, you need to come by the office, dude. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm busy. Oh, man, I'm busy. He was never ready, right? One day, he said, Ricardo, he calls me out of nowhere. Like, this is in April last year. He calls me and says, hey, man, I've been thinking about getting into real estate. When can I stop by? Yeah. Said, Come on by today. So he showed up, and I had that my first event going on in Houston. And I said, he's like, well, how much does it cost for your mentorship? How does it work? And I said, look, let's do this. Just get you a ticket to the event. Go there first. Mm -hmm. I want you to see the other guys that are in the event yep. and how it works. He bought his ticket, went there. When he got there, he's like, dude, is there anything you need help with? Sure, let's rig up the stage. Let's do this. Let's do that. So he started helping me with all of that, right? Well, long story short, man, as soon as the event was over, he's like, all right, what do I do next? I said, next you go to the office on Monday, dude. Let's go talk about how we can work this yeah. out, right? And I started asking, like, what's your time? I said, dude, I got 100% of my time right now. I got money. I got this. I got man. that. And I was like, all right, bro. Here, there is a desk. I'm going to show you how to sell houses. Give him an opportunity. Right away. Today, he's my main dispo guy, right? And he's got four virtual team members that are di junior dispos yep. for him, right? Finally, two months ago, he came to me and he said, hey, what do I need to do to start marketing? So you need to get on my texting platform and you need this and you need that. He just locked up nine properties. Ooh. He's got over a couple hundred grand coming in. Man. The power of association. That's all it is. That's all it is, man. Having the right people work for you as well, man. And as a team, man, you go far by yourself, but with the right team, man. No, now, and now he's going like 
dude, if I wish I would have had somebody like me tell me, come over here, I'm going to show you how to be yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and give me the opportunity because a lot of the other teams out there, they don't do that. I don't you know, know if you do it, but a lot of the guys don't do it. Uh, and it's because they want to keep them in the lane, right? It's understandable, but in my mind, I want allies. I don't, I don't need... I don't need employees. I, I want allies. I agree. And, and uh, the further they go, the further I go. And that's where I had I had that, that that mistake happen in the early stages when I was building a team, where I was like, I seen them as as an, a team member by treating them as an employee, yeah. right? And 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 the thing is, what happens is like uh, if 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 you don't put them in a position where they can make more money, right? Um, they're gonna end up. Going around your back, some sometimes, oh, right? Oh, they're gonna right? leave, or, or yeah, or leave, or do, or, or go in. You know how many acquisitions I left from my office? Yeah, you know, selling? and now you train them. You train them for free. I gave them the blueprint. You, you you pay them to train them. Yeah, that's all it is. Right, that's all it is. So that's one thing. It's like, man, put people in position where they can make money, right, and grow with you as a team. Man, I I I, I tra- listen with my team members. I. I always talk about like you know what? Forget about my goal. What's your goal? Yeah. Right. What's your goal? How can we get closer to your goal? How much do you want to make a month? Right. What kind of lifestyle do you want? Really digging deep, and that's one thing is like a lot of companies do not do. Yeah. Being a leader takes a big responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and again, it's it's it's. I mean, I didn't. Ha- I always been a leader, but it's it. Man, you have to keep growing as a leader so you can pour more on your team. And that's why, like, I had to deal with a lot of self-development. So, I, again, you know, last year, man, I paid about 120000 in just self-development itself. Wow. Why? Because I want to make sure I pour on my team, right? So, that's where I, I want to, like, I'm that leader where I want to make sure, like, my team is good. They have that same vision as me, right? The same drive, right? They're going to be with me, right? Through thick and thin. So, it's like, that's why I'm pouring on my team every single day, with my virtual acquisitions as well, I get with them like, listen, guys, like, you guys, you guys are third world country, right? You guys are having the American dream in your backyard. They and and with the amount of money they make there, they live like kings, man. That's what I'm telling you. They, I'm, listen, people want they want to come out here and live the American dream. No, you can have it out there now. I've told I've told a couple of my associates that are in my team that yeah. live in Venezuela. They, in their head, I want to go to the U.S. I said, look, I don't know who the hell put that in your head, but where you are with the amount of money you're making now and the more money that you will make in the future, why come here? It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes no sense because, and then I started doing the comparisons. It's like, look, why do you pay for your house in in Venezuela? Most of my people are in Venezuela, right? Well, well, our, our house is paid for. So well, good luck doing that here when you first come over, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, a house paid for. So yeah. your house is paid for. Okay, but let's say you had to rent an apartment, right? How much is an apartment? Well, a good house, a good apartment is three, four hundred bucks a month. And I was like, okay, I know you got that cover. What else? Well, going out to eat is X amount. Okay, I know you got that cover. What yeah. else? I said, well, for you to live the way you live there, here. You need at least five grand. Oh yeah, at least easily, five grand, easily, right? Man. You know, and they're like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah," and you know what? No, not a lot of people make five thousand dollars. Yep, they yep, don't. Yep. Like, trust me, I live. I live very simple today. Yeah. 
5K, I'm good. I yeah. pay everything I got. You know, um, that's not going to be the case next year because I'm moving somewhere else that's more expensive. But you know, it's I keep my life simple because I. So what I, what I was telling you earlier in 2017, 18, I needed 25 just to pay bills, mm-hmm. my bills, right? And at some point, you start making adjustments. You get really expensive vehicles, and you sell the house, and you do this, and you do that. And now that I only need five, I'm like, man, do I really want to go back up to that other lifestyle that I had before? Yeah. This is so much simple. Plus, now I see more of, of my efforts. Um, but that's a whole different I travel more. You have your pros and cons, too. It's like, all right, then you look at it on the bright side. It's like, all right, then I have this more, more, more expensive. Right now, what I gotta do to pro- to 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 provide all that, right? To to make that money up. Yeah. Now you start uh, growing, right? Start 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 finding new ways how to make more money. Oh, absolutely. So that's the bright side. But again, what happens if you hit rock bottom? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, now yeah. you're gonna have to. Hey. You're hey, gonna have to tell the wife. You like? You know that fancy hey, car you like? You're driving. Sorry about that escalate. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's that's. I mean, that's tough, tough decisions, right? You gotta make tough decisions, right? Yes. But again, this man. Um, I mean, you, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna eventually, you know, move on and, and want bit bigger, and better things. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I'm already doing that, and 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 the one thing I'm doing is I'm, I'm keeping my life simple for a while, I like uh, that. because I, I value other things now. I like that. You see, I, I've had the cars, yeah. any car you can think. I've had that thing. Mm-hmm. I've had the jewelry, the watches, the. I still got a lot of art. Uh, yeah. uh, chic? <laughs> I still got a lot of art, and that's yeah. worth a lot of money. Yes, yeah, um, You know, uh, I have, you know, but the, the material things, I've had them. I don't value material things anymore. That's, that's like true. I used to. Now, do I want to live in a good neighborhood? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do I value living in a good neighborhood? Yes, because I know my kids are surrounded by other yeah. kids that are kind of like within the same, you know, um, status, I yep. would say, right? Um, good schools, good, you know. So I value all of that, but it's not a priority for me anymore. I mean... It, it was at one point. Yeah. One I was point. chasing that. Mm-hmm. I was chasing the cars, the, the, the house. It was a shiny object syndrome, right? All that. Well, it, it's not shiny object. It's more of a... Um, it's just to feed your... Your, your, your ego? Your ego, because... Um, Every time you buy, I, I love watches. We got watches, right? Yeah, yeah. So every time you buy a watch, it makes you feel good, right? It makes you feel great. But are you buying that watch for you, or so people can see what you got on your wrist? That's that's a great way to put it, yeah. right? Um, and I tell, I had this conversation with. Uh, Corey. Mm. Corey knows nothing about watches, You're right? Very simple guy. Very simple. And he can wear whatever the yeah, hell. I know. He, you know, but, <laughs> I know. But I'll tell you, was, I'm looking at his wrist. I said, like, Corey, bro, <laughs> come on, let me help you, bro. Let me get you something on your wrist. And he's like, well, I don't know. You know. So I was like, well, Corey, there, there's something, right? Uh, and, 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 you know, and related to watches. Um, I was with, I was telling them about different brands, right? And I said, you get a Rolex, that's the most commercial watch there is. Yeah. And everybody knows what that yep. looks like. 
and that's the only one that holds value big time. Like you buy like a Hewlett or something, those things lose value. Um, Is yes not depreciation asset? These things depreciate. Yeah. Uh, not a Rolex. So, Rolex keeps value. What is what is that? That's a Hublot. That's a Hublot yeah. right there. Yeah, but this is brand new. It's twenty five Gs. Rolex keep they keep rising. They man. keep it's rising. They keep it's, rising. It's a supply and demand right now. That's where no, it's, it's an investment. A Rolex yeah. is an investment. A Hublot is not. Yeah. A Hublot is more of a fancy thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I was telling him. I said, now you go get an AP. Okay. That keeps value as well. Yep. But this is what an AP or a Patek Philippe or something like that gives you. When you show up at a country club, oh, and it's four of us, they see Art with a Rolex, they see me with a Hublot, and now they see Corey with an AP, they value you more. And the guy that knows about yeah. watches yep. will value you more than they will value Art or myself. That's what a lot of successful people have in common, man. Yep. It's like the watches. Like, yep. Again, it's like, for me... This right here is a trophy, right? It's a trophy. It's a trophy, right? Get it. And, and, and the thing is, man, it's like you got to have the right watches, I mean, and be in the right rooms, man, because, again, this is what's going to sh- – people see all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Right? If they see a guy that just has a simple, regular watch, then somebody like you mentioned, somebody that has AP, right, they're going to be like, but then who's this guy and what does he do? Yeah, that, that's exactly where I'm going. Like, he's wearing 75 grand on his arm. Yep. What is that? Or 50 grand or whatever. Because most people that are into watches, they understand that. Yep. But anyhow, man, this is a great conversation, bro. I Thank you so much for having that. me. Absolutely. Uh, dude, you. we could have went for three hours <laughs> easily. I don't know yeah. how long we were on it. And I just want to say something, man. And for the audience, it's like, this is my first interview. Oh, wow. I've been in the game for a while, right? But this is my first actual interview, and I appreciate it, man, that you, I mean, you gave me an opportunity to speak, you know, to Absolutely, audience. man, absolutely. And, and, and again, is hey, listen, we're going to share the same stages, man, and we're going to grow. grow. But how, how do people get in contact with you? Listen, you can find me on Instagram at CEO Art Sanchez. All right, Facebook, Art Sanchez. But go ahead and look me up, guys. Listen, I'm a guy that if you come to me with a question, I'm going to make sure I DM you back with a response. That's the type of guy I am, man. Awesome. Don't forget to hit share, like, and subscribe, guys. The Real Estate Entrepreneurs Event and Mastermind Attend Growth is going to happen May 27th, 28th in Austin, Texas. We already picked up location. We're negotiating with the hotel and I'm looking forward to see you there. Bye.